This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Here we go. February has begun. We're headed to spring training, but not before we put uh, Mark Sheldon's feet to the fire. Let's talk a little Reds baseball. I'm Dave Remedy with Mark Sheldon of Reds.com. And, Mark, so news can be a little slower this time of year, and we start looking ahead towards the season. Let's, let's, uh, you know, let's see what kind of a prognosticator you are with some really sort of random uh, questions or observations. Like, assuming, as an example that some Cincinnati Reds pitcher throws a no-hitter or a perfect game this year, and it can't be Tom Browning, who's it going to be? I am going to go with uh, Rysel Iglesias. Uh, I think uh, combination of the fact that he's very deceptive and he's got he can change speeds and do a lot of different things. He's also the, a strikeout pitcher who, you know, in three different in three straight games as a rookie last season was able to get double digit strikeouts, and that definitely benefits in a no hitter. It takes less uh, chance out of the way when the ball's put in play. So I think if anyone could do it on the current Reds team, which is a, a you know a bit of a wild card because they have a lot of uh, new pitchers coming in, but I'd say Iglesias and of course Homer Bailey if and when he comes back from. Uh, his elbow surgery certainly would be another a backup candidate, considering he already has two fighters for the Reds. So, but I'm going to go with Iglesias. Okay, all right. I, you know, I like that one. Um, it's it's um, it is a reality, right? That that they will break camp with you know their rotation, their opening day rotation, and there is no chance, or certainly a very very small chance, if that rotation stays intact for you know six seven months. So, for whatever the reason, who do you suspect to be the first guy or would you predict maybe to be the first guy to to get bumped from the rotation? I'm going to go ahead and say Michael Lorenzen, and not because I don't believe that he gets the stuff or anything like that, but I think what what Michael Lorenzen offers is is versatility. Uh, He could go to the bullpen and and pitch very well out of there, I I think because they're they're definitely going to be short of effective late-inning pitchers. And I'm not sure yet. If starting his, his forte, he, he definitely showed some really nice moments last season, but I also think that uh, he's a guy that, that could hump it up there into the high 90s as a reliever and do very well at that. And so I, I could see Michael Lorenzo making that switch over from the, from the rotation into the bullpen. Okay. Um, what, about, what about a guy just kind of sticking, sticking with the starting pitching? Uh, who might get on that run and put together – four or five starts or whatever the case and go with the longest scoreless ending streak. I'm going to go uh, back to Iglesias with that one. I think he's a guy that can just definitely be dominant when he's, uh, when he's going well. I think now that he's got a year of major league experience under his belt, that he could be that effective. I really think he could be, 
a, a definite solid number two starter in the major leagues, and maybe this team's number one starter in a transition year. Uh, Anthony DiSclefani certainly is a very good candidate as well, but I, I really – Iglesias is just one of those guys. He's kind of the most electric pitcher they have right now with major league experience at least, and I just – I could see him doing some special things if given the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, last year, I remember one of the first podcasts of the year, we were talking about that, that first week of the season – and that, you know, things, things were already a little chippy. At the start of the year, that, that series with the Cardinals, and you know, it, was just, it was just an edgy series. Um, along those lines, who might be the first red ejected from a game this year? I'm going to go with Joey Votto. Uh, I know he's learned his lesson from, from last season. He got suspended. Uh, for you know, making contact with an umpire a couple of times, and but he's also one of those guys. He's very intense, and he's got a high level of expectations on himself. And sometimes that boils over when he doesn't uh, doesn't like what what he's seeing or what he, how things are going. So I, I could say Joey Votto will be that first guy to get ejected. I, I don't think it matters whether the team's going well or not going well. If he's not going well and he's frustrated, he has a bit of a powder keg. Yeah, yeah. Who's, and I don't know if there are many guys in the, the situation the Reds are in this year uh, who can really fill this role of being kind of the, the lighthearted guy that keep, keeps things loose. Um, and maybe that, that guy who's going to you know, come up to some unique walk-up music like uh, a Justin Bieber song or something like that. Who, who, who might that be on this I'm going to go with Jay Bruce, and the only reason why I'm going with Jay Bruce is he's not so much of a lighthearted, fun guy. He does, he, he's got a good grasp of reality, and he doesn't take himself too seriously. But the reason why I'm picking Jay Bruce is that he had a Taylor Swift song last season. So I'm, I'm, I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say that Bruce might might go over to Biebs. That's <laughs> Fascinating because it's not the first time I've heard that exact same explanation for a guy that that he's gone Taylor Swift before. So let's face it, once you've gone there, yeah, nothing's out of the question. Justin Bieber could be next. It's gateway music going from Taylor Swift <laughs> over to Justin Bieber. Oh, I love it. Um, along those lines, then, of personalities and guys who are you know sort of fun to around or maybe just a little bit goofy we you know left-handed pitchers um always have that great reputation who's, who's the most left-handed pitcher um in, in this crew and obviously they could even be a right-hander i mean i'll i'll, I'll say that uh, john lamb is a bit of an interesting cat he he, he definitely has a, a a unique way of looking at things he's left-handed as it as it would happen to be uh He's not—he's not a goofy guy per se. He's definitely, but he, he definitely thinks about what he what he says, and he's got kind of a Southern Californian uh, outlook on life. Very—he's got a, he's just very Zen almost uh, in his approach to life. Uh, and I, I just—I guess he would be that kind of dude that would that would fall into that category. He's a very interesting guy, uh, very smart. So, I, but I think he he thinks of that things a little bit differently than other people do. Yeah, and I think that I think you know what I think in a way there you. You define that left-handedness thing uh, a little bit better too, because not so much a wacky person as much as it's that guy who just is different, going going at his, you know, with his own drummer. Um, 
Okay, what about, uh, you know, somebody who, who might come off the bench, and, and Lord knows you might see this a number of times, but the guy who maybe starts the season on the bench and ends up taking over a spot in the starting lineup. I'm going to go with Jose Peraza on that one uh, because right now he kind of presents himself to be a possible utility guy because he can play second base, he can play shortstop, and he can play center field. And all three of those spots are currently occupied by veteran guys. A second base means namely with Brandon Phillips, who uh, did not accept a trade in the offseason. Uh, Peraza does a lot of really uh, good things. He, can, he doesn't really hit for power, but he definitely puts the ball in play. He has speed. He can play defense. He kind of does it all. And if there's any kind of attrition because of injury, you got two guys in, in Zach Cozart and Billy Hamilton coming back from major surgery. Uh, you have Phillips, who's going to be 35 in June. All those kind of uh, factors say that maybe if one of those guys doesn't uh, gets injured or, or something else happens, that Jose Peraza could certainly be a guy that would step up and step in. Okay. All right, last thing for you, Mark, and then I'll, I'll let you off this uh, this hot seat, such as it is. Uh, highlight real guy, you know, must see at MLB.com. Who's, who's going to be that guy who jumps in front of us uh, let's say more times than not, especially early in the season, for those those highlight reel plays. I'll probably be very safe footing with uh, with Brandon Phillips there. Uh, he's uh, he seems like he frequents the the must see uh, highlights that that MLB.com Multimedia produces. Uh, he does it all. Even last season, he uh, he was making some spectacular plays. It's something that he's done very well. It's something he works at. It's it's not all improvised on the spot. Him and, and Zach Cozart definitely work well together, and they, they practice uh, double play turning and all those different things. So, uh, Phillips, and then I would say my, my honorable mention behind Phillips would be Billy Hamilton. He's always making some great plays in center field. So, Phillips practices like the, like the behind-the-back flips and things like that? Yeah, I mean, Phillips is, uh, he still has some range. He's not afraid to, to give up his body to make a play. He, he can go to his right. He can go to his left. He can run back. He can, he can pretty much do it all, and he definitely does a lot of behind-the-back, no-look flips to second base if there's a double play on or a force play. Uh, Phillips is versatile, and, it, and it's something I've seen him do in spring training at workouts. I see him do it during uh, you know, infield work and batting practice. It, 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 it's no accident that he makes those plays because he does work at them. Interesting. Well, as always, Mark, very good stuff. Enjoy your, your, your week. You don't have many of these left in your offseason. Soon it's, it's going to be off to spring training. It's pretty soon. I hope uh, these predictions aren't played back in October, and I am not graded on them. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we might just uh, self-destruct these, these podcasts uh, after they're done. Oh, <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Don't worry. All right, Mark Sheldon, MLB.com Extras. This is Cincinnati Reds edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.